Say Girl Dad United's podcast. No. I don't want to. Welcome to the Girl Dad United's podcast. No. Never give up. Never surrender. Finley is my daughter. Uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful girl. She's an angel. Um, and she actually, no, maybe not she, but I am the one benefiting from uh, these relationships because you guys were dumb enough to do it first and learn on your own. I have been the beneficiary that I've had you guys uh, to guide me through simple answers to questions like, can you leave your daughter in the car when you go into the gas station to pay for gas? Uh, yes. I thought that was a legitimate question. Uh, <laughs> you, you said, said that no? like it's a no brainer. <laughs> I said, yeah, of course. Wait, you can't? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Are, yeah, serious or not? You leave your kids in the car when you go inside? Just a gas station? Just to pay? First of all, who pays inside the gas station? True. I needed to get orange juice because I was going to Griff's house. You uh, get orange juice from gas stations? What kind of person are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's for convenience uh, factor. All right, so even further background story. You guys go further back than I do. Brett and I met freshman year at East Carolina University on the, the dorm floor. Walking down the hall, I saw some guy with long black hair and some gray sprinkles in it. I said, you know what? We should hang out. <laughs> and play a little football. Here we are uh, 16 years later. Happy anniversary. We're coming Tyler up Hollis. on that. Wow. Yeah. Um. Mine and I go back to uh, playing high school basketball together uh, in Raleigh at the Mecca. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know when I connected the two of you, but I do know that anytime uh, my wife and I are watching a movie and Vince Vaughn is in it, she looks at it and says, back and forth, he reminds me of Griff. He reminds me of Monty. He reminds me of Griff. He reminds me of Monty. No. So there's definitely... There's a commonality in uh, in my type in terms of uh, when it comes to best friends. All jokes aside, if I could be compared to people, it'd be like Martin Luther King, LeBron, Vince Vaughn. Wow. I think Vince Vaughn is one of the most talented human beings on planet Earth. Yeah, Jack says that to me all the time, and I get flattered every time. He's like, you're like Vince Vaughn from Wedding Crashers. He's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I agree. So one of my, like, I can't remember when we did actually connect the dots of you and I, Monty, but one of my vivid memories, which kind of got me leaning in the topic that could work well, is you guys would come over to one of our friend's house. You had your dog drama in the car. You come yeah. in, like, all flustered because he had pooped in the car. <laughs> and you were like, I don't know what to do with this. I was like, I'd probably get that poop out of your car and start. <laughs> like, one of the first vivid memories. And we're all dog lovers. All of us have dogs. Brent, it's, I talk about an identity crisis for Cooper. He's in a tough place. Yeah, what no, would that... that dog have to do for you to cut him loose compared to your child? Compared to the child? Like, that's tough. Take that dog out. Like, the dog bite your kid, gone. Get him out of here. Is it that simple? Or would it have to be like, they were bleeding, they were crying? Where do you draw that line? I mean, drama's never broken the skin. So I think we're good. I think we're good. 
So long story short, so when Emerson was born, Paige went to labor at like 2 a.m. Or she started having like contractions at 2 a.m. So she gets up. Obviously, you wake up with her or whatever. And like, I'm like, are you all right? You're all right, blah, blah, blah. We kind of play that song and dance for a couple hours. And uh, I'll give you the really short version, but it's relevant. And, uh, you know, fast forward to like 5 a.m., you know, she's like, ah, I think I'm, I don't know. I think I'm going to get in the shower. I'm not sure. You know, it's probably just Braxton Hicks. So I go downstairs and start watching Friends. And um, 30 minutes later, I go up there and she's like doubled over in the shower. It's like happening like like that. So the hospital was 30 minutes away from our house. By the time we get to the hospital, she's six centimeters, six centimeters dilated. So like people don't know what that means. Like we went from like zero to I guess literally 60 percent. Right. Yeah. Which usually takes a lot longer to get to because it's not really like 60 percent. It's like zero to like 90 percent. Like you we were 10 there. centimeters for all the rookies out there. I'm with you. That's fair. But, Way to live but, like, but like getting to like six centimeters sometimes takes like 10 hours. And then going from six to 10 takes like an hour. Right. So anyway, the movies completely screwed me. And uh, so we get to the hospital and she's like, it's like, she's like, it's like Voldemort all of a sudden appeared in my wife's body. And she was just, she was angry and just things were happening. And then fast forward about an hour, we're finally in the room and the doctor's like, oh yeah, you're gonna have this baby pretty soon. And he walks out, just like walks out. And some nurses come in, they're like, yeah, you should be pushing right now. And I'm like, what? The doctor just walked out. So long story short, uh, after like 5 a.m. being like in the shower, Emerson was born at like 7.45. So like, it was like, that and like that was my introduction to being a girl dad that's what it's been like the entire time i never know what the heck is going on i'm never prepared things are happening at a schedule that was not agreed upon and um that night was a long i was the longest day of my life didn't sleep all day i mean nobody does you know i mean and that's what they tell you they don't tell you like people are constantly coming in and out so anyway finally it's like 9 8 p.m somewhere in there it's like starting at dark. I was just probably like 8 p.m. And uh, finally, I'm able to go get some food, whatever. And uh, so I get Chipotle and I get or I have it delivered. Go down to the lobby, come back up. It was a whole ordeal. Couldn't get back into the hospital. It was a big, I, I, was, I was a mess. So I sit down to eat Chipotle. They finally have taken the baby to do something. I don't know. I was like, I don't care. I don't even remember. And I'm eating chips. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't remember getting ground beef. And I'm just eating. And I'm like, this isn't ground beef. I looked down and I literally had on my hand, I had poop on my hand. And I literally had been eating poop on tortilla chips from Chipotle because I was that exhausted. How mentally. many chips do you think you The whole ate? bag. I was, it was almost the end of the bag. It was almost in the bag. So like, like being a girl dad, my first experience was eating. When eating turns to a literal term, being a girl dad. Being a girl dad. That's what it means. That's what it means. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> oh. I think that it's recency bias, but I haven't put my finger in it in a long time. 
prior to you coming over to my house. So it's something that follows you, I think. I go to pick your son up. I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. This is awesome. I'm so happy to finally meet you. I go, I'm like, oh man, he must go in the bathroom. Pull back his diaper just to check, come back up, thumb full of. I'm like, what just happened? I had a me. part of this. Yeah, it's something, it's something about you. You know, it's interesting you say that about the, uh, even the delivery set you up for what like the dynamic was going to be with you, your wife and your child. Cause I think like, I'd never thought about it until you said that, but Brittany, whenever she was going into labor with Perry, our, our first Perry, she, uh, she is having crazy contract. It's like, I don't know, midnight having crazy contractions. We call the doctor They're like, Oh yeah. How close are they? I don't know. 12 minutes. She's tracking on her phone. They're like, Oh no, you have to be five minutes apart to come in. I was like, what? <laughs> like it's midnight lady like what are we what are we doing here like they're close enough right no 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 we don't want you to show because it was like a 25 minute drive so i turned to Brittany. i was like well you know they, it sounds like it's gonna be a while we should we should just go lay down are you kidding me should we go lay down you think we can go to sleep yeah i do i mean, this I mean, I can. One. yeah of course i can like she's shaking the couch every time she has a contraction so it's like please god let's just get this to five minutes apart as quickly as we can. That has kind of been, I feel like, our mentality through this whole thing. She's worried, cautious, making sure to take care of the baby. I'm like, it's fine. Let's just go to sleep and see what happens to this kid when we wake up. It's here we wake up. Great. She's alive. We did it. I'm so proud of us. I think I think our I think our our 12 listeners need to hear the story of Brent and the uh first ultrasound way before delivery i'm with that because I, I think i think for some of us you know for for you and i griff like the anxiety and the stress of being a girl dad didn't really start until we actually became a girl dad like i i thought i knew and and i but i wasn't really all that nervous before it did feel like it would take me off my feet you know what i mean i felt like i could go down at any moment when that baby came into the world <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, but before that, though, like, were you, like, the nine months before, it was, like, I don't know. Maybe we were just not very uh, connected to our emotions. So, I, I, no. I only tell this to people I care about. I, uh, this isn't something that I care with just anybody walking down the sidewalk. But, um, you know, I, uh, I've been the last in terms of our group to, or one of the last to, to decide to go for it and have kids. And, uh and my, my wonderful wife, Melissa, and I were lucky enough to get pregnant. And, uh, you know, we're in COVID. We're in a different world. You know, you don't get to go to every single doctor's appointment. Um, but uh, first ultrasound coming up. Um, we've been lying to uh, our closest friends, telling them we were doing a no drink November. Um, and, uh, and somewhere in there, you know, uh, amongst the lies that you're telling your friends, we had our, ultra, our first ultrasound, ultrasound scheduled. And, uh, you know, no big deal. Uh, I'm going to meet Melissa there. Uh, I'm driving there from work about 11 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I drive up. I get there. I'm early. I roll into the parking lot. Parking lot's full. No big deal. I'm early. I have to park up the street. Okay, I park up the street. Uh, come down. Go to walk in the front door. See a big sign on the front door. Please have your mask on. I realize I don't have a mask. All right, well, I got to go back up to the car now and get my mask. Now I'm late. Now I have to jog back down to um, 
the uh, OBGYN. So I get to the front door, I walk in, uh, see the elevator, sign on the elevator, sorry, the elevator is broken, please exit the building, go around the building, up the stairs um, to go inside. And I, I go up and um, I had to jog a little bit, not gonna lie, I was sweating, I was hot. Uh, walk you sweat in, easily. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, put my mask on, walk in. Uh, I'm sweating profusely. I'm met by a nurse who says, uh, sorry, sir, just need to take your temperature and then we can get you in there. I'm not going to pass this test. I'm not passing <laughs> this. Um, but thankfully, this nurse was an angel like most nurses are. And she said that the, the thermostat or whatever you want to call it wasn't working. Uh, thermometer wasn't working. She lets me in. I see my wife. I'm on the cusp of being late. We walk in. I'm sweating. Um, and typically when you go to the doctor, right, they make you wait for 25 minutes because that's what they do, right? They own the world. They're going to make you work on their time. Not this doctor. This doctor walked in immediately. I'm still sweating. My mask is on. I'm trying to recover. They hit the lights. They ask my wife to drop trowel and, uh, they stick a device up her. It doesn't go over the belly. By the way, that's another episode. Cinema life. That's its own thing. I am with you there. That <laughs> caught me so off guard. I could not believe it. That's not like Monty said, what they show you in the movies. Like nine months with Hugh Grant, they go in, they're doing the jelly on top. Like, yeah, great. And, and a lot. speaking of, all right, yeah, I want to come back to this. Go, go ahead, finish. So uh, wife drops trowel. They're going in there. They're looking for a child. Uh, there's like a, like, it was a large monitor, like 48 inches, 52 inches, something hovering above us, black. And uh, they're, they're, they're in there. They're looking for the child, the thing. Um, and not going to lie, I was a little bit anxious about having a miscarriage. I think that there's a lot of uh, couples that do have miscarriages and it's out of your control, right? And I was, I was legitimately worried about it. And I was worried because um, I didn't know how it, it would affect my wife. And um, I really was worried. So they're, you know, they're going and they're looking for it. And I'm hoping that they find, you know, a baby, you know, you're excited. Um, and all of a sudden they find this, like, I don't even know what it is. It's like a, I don't like a like a shape that's like fluttering and they go oh there's your baby 180 heartbeats per minute and i said me too i said holy like my child is having a heart attack like i just having a heart attack and uh and before i can even process this they go we're just gonna take a look around and see if there's more than one i'm like more than one how about the one that's having a heart attack before we look for for another one uh, and, and like, you know, they, they look around and they, they come back and they say 180 beats per minute, your child is perfectly healthy. And it's a lot for me to process, but I, I, uh, I felt at peace and I blinked and I opened my eyes and there were eight nurses standing above me with ice packs on my chest. I had gone down. I had lost consciousness. Uh, my wife didn't have pants off. She's pants on. She's standing above me, um, you know, nurturing me telling me everything's okay i'm I, I, I don't know what's I, did i go down i went down guys i went down what'd you tell the staff um i uh <laughs> the staff and i said I, we just met on tinder a month ago i don't know how this now I, um and my wife slugged me in the arm um I, I was I was embarrassed. I was deflecting. Uh, but anyways, that was my first That's, ultrasound. That was my first introduction to our daughter. 
that's and here you are gold. yeah that's cool i'd like to revisit what you said about like the movies not doing not telling us the truth but like also like we need to normalize when guys talk to other guys about this stuff to tell the truth right. because not only do the movies tell us lies no one ever told me this no one said hey when you go to the ultrasound it's not an actual over the stomach no that's no one point. said hey no one said hey when 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 you go to the hospital to deliver the baby the doctor might walk out seconds before the baby comes no one said hey they've got a device that they use to suction cup your baby's head to get it out sometimes these are all traumatizing things that we need to normalize guys freaking the f out about and telling each other <laughs> You're right. The one that really caught me off guard and probably just my own stupidity, but in the movies they always have like a it, it seemed like they always had a tarp or something up, right? So like I don't want to see what's going on. I'm not going to see what's going on. Well, my wife is not 14 feet long, so if you're right by <laughs> her shoulders, you're not very far from where that baby's coming out. And I remember like, yeah, stand here. And I even told the doctor, said, hey, I'm not trying to be like this. I'm not overly interested in being down there. Like I can obviously see plenty from right here. Can we just keep the way it is? Like, no problem, no problem. The doctors like to play tricks on you. Like yours leaves right beforehand. Mine, like 20 minutes into this thing. Oh my God, look at all that hair. So I like jumped down. I was like, okay, all right. I got it. This was great, but I'm going back to my post. Let me know what you need from me. Like doc. Please, men in black me. I, I need to have not seen that. <laughs> I don't want to get too far into that. But the worst oh. experience I had, it is funny how night and day, I don't know about you, Monty, but from one to two, were you just one in it, eating poop, doing all that? Two, were you just like, yeah, let's get this kid out? Or were you still the same level? of? I honestly don't even remember number two, being bored. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was just like, all right, I'll meet you at the hospital. Seriously, though, I met my yeah. wife at the hospital. Yeah, see you there. Yeah. I was at work, and she's like, hey, I think I'm feeling something. I'm just going to drive. I was like, all right, whatever. Right. And I met, her, I met her at the hospital. We were legitimately, like, joking, having coffee. Like, me and the doctor and nurse were, like, hanging out for our second and Brittany's the one looking on the machine like, hey, I'm having a contraction. Should I push? We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Push. Get that kid. Like, Go ahead. You're up. Forgot about that. Sorry. First one, terrified. Well. You're all right. There's plenty to talk about, Matt. I, I, I do think that, uh, Brent, your, your ultrasound story is one of the best I've ever heard. Did, did you have another ultrasound or was that it? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so I, you know, I, uh, we'll keep it going. We'll try to get through this. It's too much to space out. Let's get through it. So uh, ultrasound number two, um, I knew I had my game face on. Like I knew, like I need to bring it. I need to bring it for this one. First one I hadn't eaten yet. You know, I wasn't ready mentally. Second one, like I, you know, I made sure I had breakfast. I made sure I was hydrated. I was mentally prepared for the moment. Uh, go in there. All of the nurses uh, recognized me from the person they had hit the emergency button for, uh, which they said they'd only had to hit twice before in the history of, uh, of the clinic. Um, and, uh, you know, same room, same doctor, same feel. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I felt the room start to close in on me for the second one again. I felt the same feeling. Um, I pulled my mask down 
uh, to try to catch my breath. I'm a mouth breather. It's fine. I like to breathe through my nose. The masks aren't my favorite thing. Um, the doctor looks at me. She said, put your mask back on. I was like, oh man, she means it. Put my mask back up. But I, I had shaken it off. Uh, we saw the baby. Baby was healthy. Uh, she pulled out the device. I looked at the doctor. I was like, hey, I made it, you know? And she like looked at me like, you're not funny. Like, you know, relax. Not a big deal. Everyone makes it. And uh, in that same moment, I said, doctor, I'm going down again. Close my eyes. Open my eyes again. Eight nurses <laughs> and ice packs on my chest. Um, at this point, I know what's going on. I'm about to get a juice box and some goldfish and get, get walked out of here to walk of shame. Uh, and uh, juice boxes. I was really rattled after the second one. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but hey, how'd it go game day? Well, before we get to game day, uh, uh, ultrasound three. Uh, finally, they do the over the belly. <laughs> finally, they do the over the belly thing. Also, I'm in a room with a fan, oxygen blowing. I'm, I'm nervous the whole time. Like I'm leaned up against a wall. I don't want to go down. But for the record, for everyone listening, I made it through ultrasound number three. So you only get three ultrasounds in COVID as a, as a, uh, as a dad, as a mom, they do it a bunch of times. I guess I, I was only there for three, but I made it through number three, um, which gave me a little bit of confidence going into game day. None of my friends, by the way, had any confidence in me. All of my friends are telling me how I'm not going to make it. Uh, Jack Burgess specifically, you have no chance. You have no three chance. one odds. I don't know if you know this, but it was three to one odds. Yeah. Yeah. I lost so, that, that day. So, so I go in there game day and uh, we'll tell the story at some point, but um, the most emasculating part of the childbirth for me was when my, my wife was in the middle of pushing, um, you know, uh, I forgot how it even works with the pushing, but you know, how many breasts do they do? How many pushes do they do? I mean, that's an open-ended statement Real. until the baby comes out. <laughs> what are you talking about? They push like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During contractions, you push during contractions. And Melissa's giving everything she has, like everything she has, like, and then she turns over after, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to deliver a child and she looks over and as if I'm okay. And I was like, oh man, like, oh no, like, how did we get here? Uh, what'd you yeah. say we like yeah I'm fine. You. I'm fine babe i'm good thank uh, you she's holding her up yeah thing yeah uh, yeah that's quality but you made it but i still prepared yeah um, it, but again cinema you know they make it out to be like it's this crazy thing and for some people it is i'm sure you know uh the suction cup and whatnot but ours is well, this is very smooth, and um, it was not at all what I was expecting. This is a great time to, to wrap up episode one. I think uh, this is a great opportunity for us all to get back to uh, where we need to be. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been an honor. Um, I feel Can't like I got next time. There's more. We're going to talk about next time. More to discuss. There's a lot more to discuss. There's a lot more to discuss. Uh, I don't have anything uh, witty or funny to say, so I'm just going to hit the leave button. Hey, much me. Out there, everybody. No. See ya. Never give up.
never surrender.